Hello everyone. This is, um, I think the first video we're doing for like on our general podcast. Um, I know <laughs> so much fun. And, um, uh, we are just here to make a few announcements, uh, really exciting stuff. You know, as we're getting ready for season three next month, we hope you all are get excited. We're excited for you guys to be having, uh, what am I saying? We're really excited <laughs> as the Christmas season is coming. Hope you all are getting prepared for your Christmases. Um, and first of all, I want to take this moment. You know, we, in our season two review, announced that Mary will sadly be leaving the co-host team to go be working on uh, another podcast project. Um, which we're so happy for, and she's going to do amazing. But that has given us the opportunity to bring a new voice uh, on the co-host team. And I am so excited to introduce you all. Those of you who've listened to some, one of our episodes uh, have heard her, and probably you might know her, Sarah Abbey. Hi! Hello! We're so glad to have you. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. This is going to be a great season. And, um, you know, when, when Mary was, um, when Mary said that she was not going to be able to continue, you know, on the podcast in season three, well, she'll still come on the podcast, but not on the co-host team. Um, you know, you were one of the first people that popped into my mind. And so I'm Aww. so glad that we, I've, I have enjoyed getting to interact with you in different spaces and yeah. have yeah. loved some of the things that you've shared. And this has been like, this is going to be fun. Yes. I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm going to make a few more announcements and then I'm going to actually ask Sarah a few questions so that um, anyone who doesn't know her, get to know her a little bit more. I'll be like a meet Sarah episode. <laughs> um, so to start off, um, we um, now that we have ended season two, we are going to be um, we're we're really trying to do to do our best to improve every season. We want to hear from you guys. We want to hear what you've thought so far. What are ideas that you've had? What are things that you're like, huh, that was cool, but didn't work. Um, we want to hear all of it and be honest. So we have created a um, season two feedback form on a Google form, which is on our social media. If you pretty much go to any of our social media, you should find it. Um, I'm not sure on our Instagram, but on our Facebook and our Twitter, definitely. And it'll also be in the show notes for this episode. So please go there. Uh, if you can in the next week, um, you know, the, the sooner, the better. That gives us more time to read it, to evaluate your thoughts. Um, you know, we know that this podcast is never going to be perfect, but we always want to get better and we want to continually improve. Um, so go there, show your, share your thoughts as we get, you know, in to season three. Um, uh, a few other stuff. Um, oh my gosh, I had another one that I was like, oh, I don't need to write that one down. <laughs> that, that happens. Um, right? It's the worst. Um, my goldfish brain is, is getting in the way. 
Um, so another one is uh, we have a awesome new Christmas uh, Patreon episode that we put on our Patreon um, site. And it was so fun. Becca and Henry and I got to talk about all things gay Christmas, including music and Mariah Carey and uh, Happiest Season, which came out, and also dealing with family and loneliness, you know, fun and practical. So that was great. If you're interested in hearing that, you can go become a subscribe as a patron on our uh, Patreon page and it is there. It is a treat and it was delightful to do. So that is another one over there. Oh, now I remember. Yay. Goldfish <laughs> brain isn't rely uh, isn't destroying me yet. Um the other one is as we start out um season 3, we are going to be doing a live episode at QCF, um, Grant and uh, Grant and I are going to be speaking with Darren Calhoun, um, a board member of QCF, on um, relationships between side A and side B um, Christians, the interactions we have, the struggles that we have, um, the, all the good and the bad and the ugly. We're going to talk about that. How do we improve these relationships that between side A Christians and side B Christians and, um, and what all that can look like when, uh, when Christians are side by side. Um, so we're going to be doing that live um, at the um, QCF conference. It is going to be on January 6th at 2 p.m. Eastern. Um, so if you are planning to register for QCF, um, please go do so. We would love to have you there. Um, obviously that uh, episode will be posted later on, but we would love to have you there, get your interactions and all of that. They have also created a discount code, uh, side B 2021. Can't believe it's 2021, but yes, 2021. Oof, <sighs> I know. Whew. Uh, hopefully it's some something better than 2020. Um, <laughs> gosh. Um, and if you use this discount code on a um, on anything excluding the student pass, you'll get 10% off the virtual all access. Because remember, this is a whole complete virtual conference. Um, it's going to be fun, interesting. We would love to have you there with us. Come join and be a part of that episode. Um, Yes, so those are my announcements that I got. Um, and now let's dive into like getting to know Ashley a little bit more. Oh my gosh, Ashley, Sarah, what did I just do? <laughs> you don't know why I was just thinking that Freudian slip because I was just thinking about whether or not to mention that Ashley is, I'll go ahead and mention it now that I <laughs> mentioned her name. <laughs> gosh. Um, Ashley is going to be taking a few months off of season three. Um, still on the co-host team, but going to take a few months off because she just had a baby. So <laughs> he's a cutie. He is a cutie. And so we are so happy for her. Um, but yeah, she will be taking a few months off, but she will be coming back. So if at the beginning of season three, you're like, where's Ashley? Don't worry. She's coming back. Now, Sarah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so, Sarah, you know, some people have, um, they heard from you on the panel we did on race and queerness. Um, but, you know, obviously that's a panel of four people, so we didn't get to get to know you too well. Um, yeah. I guess just to start with a question we normally ask everyone they come on as a guest, but, you know, a good question to start with is, I guess, how do you identify and 
Can you tell us a little bit about how you've come to where you are in reconciling your faith and sexuality? Yeah, of course. Um, I identify as queer, um, to be a little bit more specific, lesbian, demisexual. Um, I started reconciling my faith and sexuality in high school um, as an ally. I was not personally identifying with anything. I was just really passionate about queer inclusion in the church. Um, I like wrote my senior thesis on it in high school. It was something that was very intellectually interesting for me, but not something that I engaged personally at all. Um, and then I went to college and my first semester, one of my friends just like straight up asked me if I was asexual, um, kind of out of the blue, very randomly, definitely not something that I would recommend doing to other people. <laughs> um, but that kind of sent me on and I started exploring that and then was like, you know, I do not want to talk to Jesus about this. This is very overwhelming. Nothing in my life will change. I'm not having this conversation. Um, that was my first year at college. And then my second, the spring of my second year, all of my friends started coming out to each other. And so I was constantly in these conversations with these people who were trying to figure out like how, um, what is this attraction that I'm feeling? How do I reconcile it to my faith? And just being in those conversations all the time very quickly became convicting that like I cannot tell my friends to talk to Jesus about this and like walk with them through it and not do it for myself. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's kind of how I began the process of reconciling my faith and sexuality. And so I did a lot of reading and I think it was nice because I was so passionate about high school. I kind of had the theological framework in place. And so it was a lot more of reconciling the emotional experience and like coming out to my mother and just those kinds of things more so. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, always interested in learning more, especially about the asexual, demisexual kind of experience. Um, do you think that that played a major, uh, like major role in, in kind of why maybe it was more into college before you realized kind of more, oh wait, what is this and, and how, um, because I don't know, what was that? Do you think that played like a major part in that part of your, in your story? I do. I really do. Um, I think it was a lot easier in high school to just be like, I care more about my career. I grew up um, mm. in like predominantly conservative homeschool spaces. And so I was very, and I was pretty liberal at the time. I mean, relatively for conservative Texas. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it was just, I was very determined, like I'm going to graduate, I'm going to get out of state. And so very focused on those kinds of things. And I think it being demisexual allowed me to ignore that attraction um and like not have conversations about it because it just wasn't something that was ever present in the way that it is for people mm. more on the sexual spectrum but i think in coming out to myself it just made it a lot more confusing because attraction is something that i experienced so rarely and so sporadically that figuring out okay like <laughs> i felt this this one time but also in an aggregate, like just, I think grappling with those experiences was really hard. And there's just not a lot of literature in general about the ACE spectrum and about like what those experiences are. So yeah, it definitely contributed mm -hmm. to why I came out when I did. And I think that for me, knowing myself as demisexual was almost more of a revelation than knowing myself as queer. Like queer things made sense, but recognizing I was demi was like, oh, now everything. Yeah. It just, yeah. That that would totally make sense of like, especially being on the A spectrum with identities like lesbian or gay or queer, like sometimes or anywhere on the queer spectrum. Um, it can almost be like, wait, I had this attraction this one time. Should this really be where I'm like focusing my entire 
you know, identity around yeah. this one attraction yep. that was sexual or something. So yeah, yeah I'm really, mm-hmm. I'm really glad. Um, uh, well, thank you for sharing about that. Cause yeah, I think that the Demi and Ace, you know, experience is definitely something um, I'm really glad that you shared about that. And um, I'm really looking forward to hearing more about your experiences related to being Ace and Demi within the career experience. Um, as we go forward into this, because we definitely yeah, yeah. need to talk more about that. It's yeah. definitely one that I'm still learning about. <laughs> Aren't we all learning about our experiences? For real, constantly. <laughs> Just continuously. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I would love to hear more, you know, when I, when I asked you to be <laughs> on the co-host team, um what did you think what are you thinking about being a co-host what are what are your thoughts on this whole thing i was so shocked i was so shocked i read your message and was like wait does josh know he's talking to me oh my (laughs) goodness what is happening um yeah and i'm so excited i think i love the other co-hosts and so many of them have contributed i think i talked about this on my episode like to my life and my growth and my knowledge of myself and god and my sexuality um and so i'm really excited Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be really great. You know, one of the things that we has been like a goal with our co-host team is just being able to, you know, one of the reasons we've always wanted to try and keep it half men, half women, because obviously it's like, that should be how it is. Um, (laughs) And um, being able to bring people that have different perspectives and different experiences, you know, um, um, related to the queer experience or related to um, gender experience or related to how they've come about forming their, their, their relationship between their sexuality and their faith. Um, and yeah, I think, like I said earlier, um, I know as we've interacted in side B spaces, um, I have always been uh, loved many of the things that you've shared. And um, I was like, wow, this girl has got some wisdom for her years. So, <laughs> and um, that's awesome. And I want to hear more of that. Um, and, uh, oh gosh, I was going to say something else and just blanked. Again, goldfish brain. Maybe it'll come back to me in like two minutes. But um, yeah, that that is... Um, that, how how old are you, by the way? I'm 22. Okay, 22. Yeah, yeah. That's right, <laughs> because we have a common friend around that you you guys are around the same age. I forgot. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Great. Well, I mean, um, is there, what are some, uh, like, give us three fun things, like random thing, random interesting facts Ooh. about yourself. I thought about one this morning because I anticipated you asking this question. Um, a fun <laughs> pandemic fact about me is that I've started listening to the sibling sibling rivalry podcast with Bob the Drag Queen and Monet Exchange every single night before I go to sleep. Oh. I fall asleep to them, and that has been it's been so fun because I fall asleep laughing. They're always doing mess, like it's a great time. So that's one. It also became my podcast of the year because I listened to like sixty episodes over the course of the last six months so yeah (laughs) that was wild um i'm the oldest of five that shapes a lot of the way that i engage the world um i am very interested we need to share experiences because i'm the youngest of five 
Oh, no way. Oh, that's <laughs> wild. My younger sister, I'm genuinely scared, the youngest, for when she's older because she is the sassiest and like the most shady out of all of us. And she's 11. And so I can only imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know. Well, okay, so this is a very intriguing question that I have for older siblings versus younger siblings. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on the older brother in the movie Onward? Did you see the movie Onward? I don't think I saw the movie Onward. Oh, okay. I just remember watching this movie. You should watch it and then yeah, examine... Examine your perspective as an older sibling because I watched it during quarantine with um, my three best friends. And there's this scene where like the older sibling is, um, I'm trying to, there's an, there's a, there is a scene where the older sibling does something to the younger sibling. I won't go into detail <laughs> so that I'm not going to spoil it for people because it is still this year. So I don't want to like spoil that. That's fair. Um, but there's a scene where the younger the older sibling does something to the younger sibling. And I was so mad. I was like, that is not cool. And everyone else in my group was like, no, like I would totally do that. And I was like, wait, what are you doing? And I realized they're all the oldest sibling in their family. And oh, I'm the youngest. Okay. And I have... I have noticed this whole entire thing of like, when I've asked people about it, if they're like on the younger side of their sibling group, they're mm -hmm. more like me where they're like, that is not cool. That is not okay to do. And the older yeah. sibling's like, yeah, that's fine. Oh, I'm so intrigued. Okay. Yeah, I no, can tell, not. yeah. I would love to hear your thoughts on that. But, um, cause older, younger, especially of five would be really interesting to hear. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, well, I guess that was two. Do you have another third one? Oh, what's another fun fact about me? Ooh. I've decided I need a closet renovation. That was one of my reflections from today. I have very few pieces in my closet that actually reflect like how I want to present to the world. And so I think I hopefully will be finishing my semester at school tomorrow or late today. And then that will be the project to get oh. like interest boards and like, what is the vision? Where are we going? Yes. Kind of things going. Love this. There. Related to your clothing in, in your closet or just actually mm -hmm. renovating your closet itself? Clothing in my closet. Okay. All right. Clarifying. And that sounds fun. I love clothes shopping. I'm very excited. Yes. That's great. Do you like clothes shopping or no? I have mixed feelings. I like doing it when I am doing it for the pleasure of doing it, I don't like doing it when I'm going in to find a specific thing. And like, especially with thrifting and then like sizing gets weird. And I often have a very clear idea of how I want to feel, but not specifics for what I want that to look like. So it makes shopping with me a nightmare. Mm, I get that. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I used to not really be great at clothes shopping until I went down to Colombia and Colombians are very big into fashion, especially European mm -hmm. fashion. And so um, as I learned how to embrace my Colombianness um, <laughs> while there, um, I found a new 
sense i like passion i love that shopping yeah yeah because i i had made a goal when i went down there was i wanted to look like i dress very colombian when i'm in colombia and um just because normally with then i just stand i don't stand out um but i've now come to love colombian fashion and then the style of colum the way that colombians shop for clothes it's become fun so yeah well, thank you for doing this. We're really like, I'm just really glad to have you on the co-host team as we go into season three on inclusion and I- identity and inclusion. Yeah. Um, we're going to have a lot of good conversations. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thank you all for listening or watching, uh, whether on YouTube or Spotify or Apple, wherever you're at. Um, remember, if you love this podcast, a uh, few things you can do. First of all, you can subscribe wherever you're at. Uh, and you can review us on Apple Podcasts. That helps more people find us. Um, that helps it appear on more people's feeds. Um, so subscribe wherever you listen to, review us um, if you listen on Apple. Um, that definitely helps the podcast. Again, if you're interested in our newest Patreon episodes, go over to patreon.com, sign up. We're also going to be having some new um, tiers um, coming out on Patreon um, for listening. We're gonna be doing a Patreon um, Discord chat for all of our um, our patrons um, to be able to interact more. Yeah, it's gonna be really great. If you're interested in, um, in getting involved in our Discord server, um, it's gonna be $1 a month. If you go on and you were to add on, uh, this will be coming up in January. So if you go now in December, it's not gonna be there in our Patreon page. but wait for January. And um, then um, you'll be able to sign up, you will get a link, we'll get you into the discord server, um, as a way to just build more community in that way. Um, We'll still maintain our $5 tier, where you will get into the discord server, as well as getting uh, our monthly bonus episodes. And then uh, we will also be creating a $10 tier, where you get all of the above, plus um, being able to interact more into um, getting to vote on some episode themes or topics, getting to give in questions for um, episodes, um, getting to have, giving your input on our upcoming themes for seasons, all of that different kind of stuff. Um, be able to get more hands-on into some of the podcasts. So thank you everyone for following, for listening, for doing all of this. Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, we're looking forward to season three. And since this episode was a little bit shorter than normal, uh, we thought we would go ahead and use up a little bit of the rest of the time to give you a view of our latest Patreon episode that we did, A Gay Christmas, with Becca, Henry, and I, where we talked about all things gay and all things Christmas. Um, And so uh, check this out, and we hope you enjoy it. If you like it, and if you want to hear more, go subscribe at patreon.com, and we'll see you over there. Bye, everyone. Bye. We're here. Woo! <laughs> uh, welcome to the first ever Life on Side B Christmas episode. Okay, you know. Yeah, we're all trying to don we now our gay apparel right now, but it's really just Christmas. 
Um, I told Becca and Henry before we got on <laughs> that I had gotten a gay sweater and it thinking it was a gay, ugly Christmas sweater and it didn't arrive in time, but probably also for the best. Yeah, Are you guys I, ready for Christmas? Um, no trees. Are up. I was like making breakfast this morning and I was like, I don't even have a tree up. I have some light decor sprinkled around and I'm like, if I don't do it by tomorrow, then I'm not gonna have a tree up this year. But, um, and I really think like, all I wanna do is just sit at my house and eat, so. <laughs> that sounds that like, yeah. That yeah, sounds like a 2020 Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. yeah, I haven't done any Christmas shopping. I'm just like, whatever. I did order Christmas cards to mail out, so I'm gonna mail them out this morning. Oh, good. Um, so yes, did y'all fill out y'all's addresses for me? I think y'all did. I did, yes. Yeah. Okay, perfect, then I'm getting one, so. Yeah, I'll be sending New Year's cards. I just bailed on the entire idea of Christmas. It's like, I'm just going to do a happy holidays theme. So, yes. Mm. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, again, it's 2020. No one expects anyone to be on top of anything right now. I'd much rather celebrate ushering in 2021 than commemorating much of anything in this year. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so we're actually going to start out with a question that I didn't put on the list, Henry. Okay, what is the question? I was working on questions last night, trying to figure mm. out ones. And um, a side beer was visiting me, helping me. And I think we came up with like the perfect question, but I was a little bit nervous of putting it on, but then I decided, what the hell? Oh, which, gosh, that's making me nervous. Oh, which co-host would you pick as the angel on your Christmas tree? Mm. Who's the most wholesome co-host? Um, <laughs> yes. Um. Wholesome is not where I was going with that. Mm -hmm. Maybe the devil on the Christmas tree. Ooh, I was thinking maybe mm. right. They could just oh, be yeah. the star, mm. you know? Um, well, I guess if we're excluding ourselves, then... Um, I would say Grant. Yes. That's who I said. It's unanimous. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you, do you guys do a star or um, angel on your Christmas tree? We grew up doing both. And so in my adult life, I don't know if I put either one up, but I know we grew up doing either or so. Okay. Yeah, I usually have a star, but the tree that I have right now is well, it's seven and a half feet, and I moved from a house with 10-foot ceilings to one with eight-foot ceilings, and there's currently no Okay, room. there's like no Sorry. space at the top. <laughs> yeah, there's no room for the star at the top of the tree right now, so we're, um, we have a naked tree top at the moment. Hey, our tree has lights on it, nothing else. <laughs> no. Yes. Becca, what are you and the kids doing for Christmas this year? Uh, very low key. We're just going to do Christmas morning here at the house with my roommate and the kids. And then um, we'll be going to my brother's house for lunch with the family. Um, everybody lives in town. So we all have kind of been in each other's bubble for the last few yeah. months, helping out with kids and quarantine and stuff like that. So we'll be going yeah. over to my brother's house and watching the cousins go nuts, opening presents from the grandparents for the afternoon. That sounds fun. Yeah, super chill. 
Yeah. Henry, you said you're going to be doing more of Christmas at home. Um, I think probably, probably go to Joel's parents' house and then probably after that, um, my sister and I will, she'll probably either go with me or me, her and her daughter and Jill will just be at my house. So just like low key. Um, all my friends are having babies, like literally like my close guy friends. There's like five that I'm really close with. Four of them became first time dads in the past three weeks. <laughs> so wow. yeah. So and then one of them, my best friend, John, we usually do the holidays with him and his wife and their family. But with babies and COVID and whatnot, mm. I think it's, smaller year this year which honestly i'm actually fine with so yeah yeah that's kind of like my family we normally have a week long of christmas where there's an event every day so we start out with like a grandma cookie bake like where all the grandmas get together and with the grandkids and then like we do progressive dinner and then new year's eve christmas eve and all this stuff um and it is definitely going to be different this year. We are actually, whereas rather than doing the whole extended family um, in my, cause my whole extended family lives in the same town. Um, we oh my gosh, are in that real quick. What was y'all's holiday card this year? Cause like literally the one from last year lives in my head rent free with all that camo. It lives in my head. <laughs> right. Our, our, our holiday card actually this year is pretty tame. Um, during COVID we had, my parents 50th wedding anniversary and so we just took a family picture then but it's so their their anniversary is in august like beginning of august and because of covid we planned a whole kind of like covid gathering where people could do a drive-by and Mm -hmm. it was in a park worst decision ever parks in august in florida are the worst (laughs) and so in our picture we're all just drenched in sweat that sounds so humid that sounds (laughs) sounds terrible that's terrible thankfully the photographer um like photoshopped it perfectly so we just look glistening you know just (laughs) glistening in our sweat but um yeah our our picture this year is pretty tame and then you know in our in my parents house they have our big picture and then they have pictures of each, like of my siblings with their families. And you know, all of my siblings have families, so they have them and their si- things. And mine, I used to have it with my dog. So I wasn't just like ma- randomly me just standing there, you know, like, hey. Um, and then my dog died last year. And so I'm like, great, this pic- year's picture, like, what am I gonna do? Oh my God. So I got to see Greg Webb. And so Greg Webb did a photography, um, you know, session with me got me my picture yes. ironically with he my everybody's okay. he does he yeah. does love it um you know switching tops a little bit did, did you guys watch the movie the happiest season I did. or happiest season yes i watched it last weekend henry did you watch it um i saw that question come in and uh, Oh Lord, I don't even want to share my commentary. Um, I have not, wa- I have not watched it, and will not watch it. Yeah, not for the content, but because I despise. That's, I don't even know her, but I find it so hard to watch Kristen Stewart act. I, it's impossible. Mm, it's like, I go ahead. I, I mean, it's like. And the thing is, she's like really in the past like five years, her craft's actually gotten like really respectable. Like she's not a bad actress. She's really yeah. not. I just have a really hard time 
watching her act. I have the same thing with Elliot Page. I have a really hard time like watching yeah. Elliot act. And so I don't know what's from the time of like when they were coming up in the industry that the characters they portrayed like were super annoying to me. Now that anything they do, I cannot participate. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Kristen Stewart either. When I saw that she was in it and like she's she's not queer, is she? Uh, she's straight. She might, she might bi. be bi. I'm not okay. sure. Yeah. Okay. Because that was my first I thing I was thinking. Bi. I was like, wait, are they having a straight girl play a lesbian? I don't know. But I, I wouldn't be the first time in Hollywood, you know. But um, yeah. and I was like, Kristen Stewart. I am not a fan of Kristen Stewart. So like, I've never seen Twilight, and you're so, not missing out on much. That's what I feel. Um, <laughs> like I feel she butchered Snow White. And but the the queen who played the queen in Snow White and the Huntsman does anyone remember Angelina Jolie? No, it wasn't Angelina Jolie. No. That was Maleficent. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. Um, I can't remember who it is. She also played in the Italian Job, but she yeah. was amazing. Um, I think that's it. Yes. Yes, that's her. Oh my god, phenomenal actress. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she saved that movie from Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart went in there to try to destroy it, and she came in and was like, "No, <laughs> this movie is worth saving." <laughs> but I actually enjoyed Happiest Season. I was shocked. Um, I think <laughs> I think Dan uh, Dan Levy kind of also helped in it because he was. Um, oh, but. I do have to say the person who took for me, I won't like, we won't share details for anyone who hasn't seen it, but um, Becky, you said you saw it. Wasn't the sister amazing? She was absolutely my favorite character. Yeah. I mean, just anybody that can walk in and say, this is who I am, quirks and weirdness and all. And I love myself. That's my roommate. Now we're both like, she is so weird. But the longer this movie goes, the more that I like her. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like my new life phrase is, I have no secrets, but I am an ally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was. My computer, I don't know. I keep hearing something and I'm just like. Oh. I I don't know. Hopefully, I'll have to check on the audio when I check it. Okay. Maybe we'll I'm see. just hearing things in my head. Okay. Um, so far on mine, I don't. But it okay. uh, doesn't mean that you're wrong. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, with Happy Season, I thought since it's a Christmas m gay movie that came out. And like, mm -hmm. Becky, like you were talking about the article that you read yeah, about I the gay movies coming out this year. Yeah, that how many of them were coming out this year? And it's like, it was kind of tongue in cheek talking about how we've jokingly achieved like basic straight status, um, that they are just benign and boring and warm hearted, feel good, just like every other lifetime Hallmark Christmas movie that's out there. And establishing that type of normalcy, I think is really kind of cool that it's just no big deal anymore. Um, there were a lot of things to see it from a gay perspective, like parts of it, especially like watching Happiest Season, there were so many things that I thought, oh, girl, like you need to run. And part of that is just that I'm, 
I'm a little older. I have a little more life experience. Mm -hmm. And I was like that, like the meme that was on Facebook a while back about somebody knitting you a scarf out of all the red flags that they were handing you. And we were like, like secretly kind of hoping that one of them would end up with one of the other characters in the movie. Yes. Like, like a breakup Christmas movie. Because really, I'm there for Mary Steenburgen and Aubrey Plaza. Like, I could care less about Kristen Stewart. And I, I never disliked Mary Steenburgen in anything she's ever done, ever. And so it was just going to be fun. And But, yeah, totally cheering for, like, the main character breakup and, like, going, yeah. It was typical, like, gay complexity and a little bit of drama. But overall, it was a fun, like, Friday night weekend watch. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I have to go back to – I'm trying to fix this light here. There we go. Um, can somebody please send me that meme? I am dying just at the thought of how oh, true that is. Yes. <laughs> it's like you could, knit a, you could knit a scarf from all the red flags. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, No. I remember that's how I felt watching that that movie, Happiest Season. Like when she gets to the point where she's looking at the Uber and it says a thousand dollars, and I'm like, "That's worth it. Yeah. Go, <laughs> leave, yeah. go, go. <laughs> run. Oh the thousand okay, dollar Uber is worth the trip. Get that's out." Right. Okay, I need to watch this. Then I love watching people learn toxic lessons. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, though, I think that's the question at the end is, was it right how it ends up? And so that's where I, I think then sometimes think like, should they, you know, all of those things. But yeah, there's definitely some toxic lessons in this movie. Oh, yeah. But oh, um, yeah, I, I would say the thing that I really honestly loved about it um, was actually the conversation. And this is going to be spoilers for anyone who doesn't want to have any kind of spoilers for this movie. Like, fast forward a few minutes in in this video or audio. Um, but there is a scene when um, the one of the main characters, Kristen Stewart's girlfriend is like, can't come out to her parents and Kristen Stewart's like really upset. And I, I love Dan Levy's speech to her of yeah. like, there are all of these different experiences of coming out to your parents. Ones of getting kicked out, ones where your parents love you and there's everything in between. And, and we all experience similar similarly that moment right before you utter those words you know and no matter what your situation is you never know what comes after those words because you right. can't take it back you know and i thought his explanation of the process of coming out was so beautiful and like so real um so yeah it was it was good uh henry you should watch it and then tell us what you okay, think even with christmas yeah. That seems seems like I need to add to my watch list for the yeah, weekend. The best so. it, yeah. watch it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely worth it. Well, Merry Christmas, guys. And yeah, we'll be back for season three. Okay. Season three. Good. All right. Thanks everyone. Have a good day. Bye. Take care.